Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now from the Salt Lake Tribune, he is Eric Walden with us on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280, uh, 1280 The Zone. What's up, Eric? Not much, man. Just uh, listening to that murderer's row of basketball guests that you have on and wondering why the hell you sell for little old me to cap off your week oh what are you talking about eric this is this is you're the cleanup hitter man this is this is the way to go it's five o'clock on friday this is the time slot that we save for the big hitters man Uh uh-huh yeah <laughs> hey, I, before we get into the jazz, I do have to uh, I do have to tell a story that Austin will will really enjoy about Eric today, uh, where we were both down there at practice, and I asked Eric and Andy Larson, Austin, I asked him, I said, "Hey, who's picking up the slack for Gordon over there at the trip while he's out of town? Because I'm certainly picking it up uh, over here at the radio." And Austin, their answer was. Oh, we didn't found uh, find out Gordon was out, find out Gordon was out of town until we listened to the big show yesterday. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. their response. <laughs> that makes sense. Classic, classic. Because uh, Eric, what would you say is the last time you saw Gordon at the Tribune offices? Oh man, um, I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. Like, <laughs> I've been at the Tribune since two thousand three, and I think that I have seen Gordon like actually in the office like less than 10 times in that span and and that might even be pushing it so <laughs> we love our boy um, gordon yeah yeah gordon, gordon will be highly distressed to know that honestly we just don't think about him very much uh well let's get into some jazz and stop thinking about gordon that sounds like a great idea uh eric of course the big uh the big storyline surrounding the jazz they're playing great there's no doubt about it winning 18 of 20 regardless of who it's against is not an easy thing to do but the schedule has been lighter and now certainly it is not starting with dallas tomorrow and certainly houston on monday things get very difficult going into the all-star break so i guess my question for you is what is real how good are the jazz really well, I suspect we'll find that out in this next stretch, won't we? Um, I think it's certainly fair to say that they're a very good team. I mean, the fact is, regardless of what the level of your competition is, regardless of what the records are, you don't win 10 in a row and 18 out of 20 uh, unless you are a very good team. You know, how many times have we talked about you know, teams just needing to take care of business when they're, when they're facing that kind of competition and that's a hard thing to do like every single game right like it's inevitable that you're going to have a slip up against somebody that you're just not going to be feeling it that day that you know someone's going to have aches and pains and might play a little less or not play up to uh the standard that they normally would and in years past you know if donovan mitchell uh had a seven for 20 shooting night the Jazz were pretty much done unless they held the opposing team to 85 points. And now they've got enough redundancy in the roster that that isn't the case. I do once in a while, too. 
shooting night, guess what? Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles and Mike Conley are, are there to pick him up. Um, so certainly they're an excellent team. That said, I don't, uh, you know, overlook the people who, who have some lingering doubts, who say, you know, who point out that this record was amassed at the expense of a bunch of teams with losing records. Um, you can point out, yeah, they beat Indiana by 30 the other night. You can point out they beat the Clippers in Los Angeles. And certainly those victories are nothing to overlook or, or diminish in terms of, you know, how important they were. But the fact that you are going to have Dallas coming in tomorrow, Houston coming in Monday, it's going to be at San Antonio, at Denver, at Portland, and then you're going to face some of those teams all over again within a very short span. This stretch really will go a long way to determining just how legit the Jazz are. Talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, Eric, you talk about Mike Conley and, and bringing him back in. And, uh, you know, you mentioned our, our guest list when we started things off, and we do talk uh, to a lot of bright NBA people and almost to a, a person. They say that the, the Jazz have to have Mike Conley doing uh, well, going, you know, playing Mike Conley basketball in order for the Jazz to get where they're capable of going. And I think they're right on the money. And that's why this, I think, period in time where they're working him back in is is so critically important. You, you know, you have the opportunity to talk to him a lot as well as watch the games, of course, like us. How do you feel like that's going? And how do you th- feel about his attitude into working back into whatever role Quinn Snyder needs for him? Yeah, I mean, the thing with Mike Conley is he's been everything he was advertised to be when they made this deal to acquire him, right? Like, from the moment for him, from the moment that news came out, everyone from the Memphis media just immediately chimed in. Look, Mike is not only an excellent player, he's an excellent person. And we have seen nothing from him uh, since he's been in Salt Lake to indicate otherwise. And that holds true with this role. You know, like, would Mike like to be starting right now? I'm sure he would. Would he like to be playing 25, 30, 35 minutes a game? I'm sure he would. That said, he recognizes why they've got him at the moment. He certainly recognizes why he's been playing in the 15 to 18 minute range these past couple of games. And, you know, he conceded at uh, practice today that the uh, that the stamina simply isn't there. You know, that that's the one kind of concern he has at this point, and that um, you know, he's been actually fortunate in that he hasn't had to play long extended minutes. He hasn't had to play long stretches. But that said, you know, we're going to get to a point where in order to be only back in that role, he's going to need to be producing maybe not at the level that he was with the Grizzlies, but certainly uh, more closely to it. Um, I don't think it's unreasonable to say that having a Mike Conley somewhere near that level certainly elevates the Jazz to you know a position beyond what they're presently at. Eric Walden with us of the Salt Lake Tribune, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Eric, were you surprised, not that not that the Jazz extended Royce O'Neal and came to a, a new contract or uh, terms on a new contract. I think we all kind of knew that Royce was going to be a priority for them. But were you surprised by the timing, that they got it done now as opposed to waiting? 
I really was a little bit surprised by that. I kind of uh, fully expected we would see, um, you know, I figured Royce would probably be sticking around, but I kind of expected uh, the two sides to go into this summer. I really thought it made a lot of sense on Royce's part to, you know, hit the uh, restricted free agent market just because it's considered such a weak free agent class this summer. Um, You know, Anthony Davis obviously being the headliner, but there's kind of a widespread presumption that, you know, he'll re-sign with the Lakers. And then beyond that, there's a clear drop-off in the talent available. And so I really kind of thought it made sense from Royce's part uh, to wait until the summer to become a restricted free agent, maybe see if he got a bigger offer or maybe if that would, you know, if the fear of him getting a bigger offer would prompt the Jazz to, you know, go ahead and uh, offer him more than what he wound up getting. I think it ultimately just came down to the fact that um, he loves being with the Jazz. Uh, I think there was, you know, looking back on it, it makes some sense for them to do it now. Uh, You know, he's in the starting lineup for the moment, but when... Mike Conley gets back into a point where he might be ready to start again. Presumably that would mean Royce coming off the bench. Presumably that will mean fewer minutes. Uh, His statistical impact will take a little bit of a hit with that. So it makes sense all the way around. That said, I think uh, the Jazz and and Jazz fans have to be really happy at uh, seeing the terms of this deal. I think you're right on the money with the timing right there, Eric. I think eventually Mike Conley will end up back in the starting lineup, and Royce O'Neal is probably the one who will be coming off the bench. And, you know, you've been around NBA players when they're in contract years and things like that. That stuff matters. You feel pressure. Your agent is telling you to go out there and put up numbers and get buckets. And this just seems like it seems to me like they gave Royce a little peace of mind. They said, hey, listen, we're going to ask you to play a little different role that maybe maybe you're not scoring 15 points tonight, but it's still important. And, to sh- you know, to, to show how serious we are, we're going to make sure you're taken care of. I, I thought there was a little something there to that part of the timing. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, again, like to Royce's credit, he recognizes this is a really good situation for him. You know, the other component to, to that whole scenario is, while there aren't a ton of marquee free agent names available, there also aren't a ton of teams with a bunch of cap space available. So it really would have been kind of a calculated gamble on his part to, you know, go into that situation. You know, would someone else have offered him that money? I like, I like to think he's displayed enough, you know, defensive versatility and enough three-point making acumen that someone would have taken a chance. But, again, it's a gamble. You never know. He was smart enough to realize kind of what the market was out there and also to recognize, look, I'm in a program where it doesn't matter to them that I'm only averaging six points per game. You know, they are well aware of what I'm capable of doing. Uh, No one knows better than them what my value is, what my strengths are. And so I think that really helps facilitate getting the deal done at this point. All right, Eric, before we let you go, I was bragging about you to Austin earlier today that I heard your Gordon Monson impression, and I thought it was terrific. Now, Austin has a a Gordon impression of his own, 
And and here's what I was thinking. Austin is our movie zone host, as you well know. And what was the last movie that you saw, Eric? What, what's the most recent movie you've saw you've seen? Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I I honestly don't see many movies. I haven't I haven't seen anything new recently. So how about your um, favorite movie? What would what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Uh, let's let's. I'm I'm an old Star Wars nerd. I'll go with The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, love it, love it. Very nice. All right. So what? Give us give us what? How Gordon Monson would review Empire Strikes Back in Gordon's voice? And I want to get Austin's opinion here. <sighs> All right. Well, so this movie, it's 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 a little bit. Uh, it's a little all over the place. I'm not entirely sure what to make of it. Uh, you've got you've got this classic story of good and evil. You've got a little bit of an incest subplot. Uh, I, I don't think they realized that at the time, but you know, knowing what we know now, it's a little bit uh, creepy that that a brother and a sister would 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 behave in such a manner as that. You know, just the the passion they displayed and. And after the fact, well, it's it's a little disturbing, frankly. But uh, you know, you've got a lot of solid action. Uh, you've got you've got uh, some great, just fantastic imagery. I mean, the scenes on Dagobah, Luke in the cave, facing Darth Vader, and revealing it to be himself. It's just it's it's a fantastic moment, Austin. And it's the drama of it all is just incredible. Uh, you know, I, I think that in the end, I would uh, I would recommend this movie. It's probably you know not as good as its successor because those those fuzzy little uh, what are what are they called Ewoks? Those are <laughs> those are just classic characters, and it's hard to uh, it's 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 hard to live up to and 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 to beat that level of cinematic masterpiece storytelling. But all in all, I I I'd recommend this movie. All right, now Austin. Now let's let's act like Gordon is uh, has two personalities for a moment, and and the other side of Gordon really liked uh, really liked uh, the Return of the Jedi. How would that sound? Yeah, well, listen, Eric. Uh, all due respect, but the, the, the Mark Mark Hamill is not nowhere near my. You know, I was out. I was out though when I was working with the L.A. Times, Jake. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was just down on the uh, the, the Harbor Boulevard, and uh, I saw Sly Stallone. It, by the way, Sly and I, we, we go way back And when I was out with Juice Newton, and uh, they taught me how to play polo. And In fact, I, I interviewed him for a, a column once. And, uh, uh, but, uh, have you, in fact, have you been to, uh, have you been to Balboa Park? Uh, that's, uh, it, it, speaking of, uh, of uh, tasty treats, in Star Wars, they have the, the blue milk. The blue, this is ridiculous. Blue milk. <laughs> Blue milk reminds you know he reminds me Jake it, it reminds me of the time when uh, uh, did you read my column uh, it's at SaltLakeTribune.com and uh, 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 yeah, I don't know uh, what, Lisa Lisa what do we do we have Star Wars Lisa no it's a good movie it's you know what was amazing about that uh, Eric and I think you would agree here that was that was pretty right on the money right down to the wrong website for the Salt Lake Tribune. 
That was exactly the part that stood out to me. I was going to point that out. I don't know what you kids go all these days. You know, this is crazy interwebs. <laughs> that was fantastic. Props, props to Austin on that. I will, I will humbly and gladly concede defeat on that. Oh, one. I thought, I thought uh, you no. both the it. length, though, the length of Eric's length review was, was dynamite. Was amazing. Because we were all going, is he? Is he halfway done? That can't be. He, he's still going. I give you both a 10. I really do. I give you both a 10. That was amazing. That just made my Friday. Eric, you are you are terrific, dude. Thanks for jumping on with us. Thanks for the insight, and thanks for the laughs, man. Keep up the good work. Uh, you're, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll just have to uh, wrap up by saying you're, 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 uh, you're welcome, Jake. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll do it again. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. There's uh, Eric, uh, Eric Walden. Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune. Oh, follow Eric on Twitter at Trib Jazz. That was that was just amazing. That was just the highlight of my day. It does not get any better than that. Uh, thanks, Derek, for jumping on with us. We'll have more big shows straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.